All right, welcome everybody. Welcome to our new podcast series called Tailgate Topics. I'll be your host, Rod Courtney. Uh, I am a certified utility safety professional. Um, I'm the director of health, safety, and environment for a company called Empirical here in South Louisiana. Uh, I'm also a board member for the USOLN, uh, so I, I tend to be pretty active in, in some of the groups. And a lot of you guys have seen me at the conferences, and I sure appreciate you coming by to hear me talk. So I'll be at the next one uh, in Arizona as well, so hope I'll see you there. Um, I'm going to bring you authors of articles that are written in the Incident Prevention Magazine. In the tailgate topic section, it's usually towards the end of the magazine. And what we're going to do is we'll get into... Uh, we'll, we'll dig a little deeper. You know, we'll have a few more minutes and, and we'll allow the author of that article to talk to us and tell us, you know, a little more about it. So today we have Jesse Hardy. Uh, Jesse wrote the IP Magazine's uh, tailgate topic for August, September issue. And the topic was avoid injuries when lifting and moving. So good afternoon, Jesse, and thank you for being with us today. Hey, Rod, thank you for having me. and. Uh... I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jesse Hardy. I'm the Chief Safety and Training Officer uh, for Freedom Solar Power. You know, we're the seventh largest solar residential installer in the country. And uh, we do a whole lot of lifting. And I come from a lot of industries such as logging and pipelining that also have done a lot of lifting and had had a lot of back injuries. So, so your company then installs mostly residential solar, right, on, on rooftops and that kind of stuff, correct? Yeah, that's correct. About 90% of our business is residential and the rest is commercial. Wow. So, I mean, you know, the, the roofers that are out there that put the shingles on, that's, if not the most, one of the most dangerous jobs we have in the country. So I can imagine the, the guys that you work with, I mean, they're getting up on the roofs, right, doing similar stuff at the same angles and everything. So I bet that can be a pretty dangerous job. You know, it is. If you think about the most dangerous things that kind of go on out there, roof work would definitely be one of them. We also deal with electricity and we drive everywhere we go. So rooftop work, electricity and driving, we, we hit all three of them. That, <laughs> that sounds like a weekend for me, right? You're on top of doing something, driving somewhere. And probably doing something electrical. So, well, hey, this uh, you you wrote a, a an article for our magazine, uh, one of the tailgate topics, and it was avoid injuries when lifting and moving objects. I, I've read it. I can't tell you how many times I've shared it with colleagues. I've shared it with our employees and empirical. Um, why why that topic though for you? Why why did you choose to write it? Is there a special meaning for it for you? Well, you know, if for me, yes. Uh, back when I was about twenty one. I, I hurt my back pretty bad for the first time, and uh, I was in the Marines. And to put up a, to lay up a, a recon Marine for three or four days, it had to be pretty bad. And I think that was the first taste I had of mortality. And uh, since then, it's never been the same. Yeah. You know, um, well, yours was the Marine Corps. Mine was in the Army. Um yeah, same thing though you know i was about the same age and you're right they they don't like to give you days off right and uh, i i heard it pretty bad um you know a week or so later though you know, i was in my my early 20s i healed fast i was you know i was back doing things in a week well it was probably oh shoot jesse probably 
10 years later, I'm, I'm working construction safety at the time. And I was working for a company in Baton Rouge I, and I was a regional manager. I, it wasn't out building scaffolds. I walked into my office. I went to move the chair, a rolling desk chair out from under the office. And I felt a pop. And man, when I tell you that it hurt for the next seven or eight months, nonstop, um, a, a back injury will change your personality. You know, it, that hurts bad. And to this day, I, I have episodes still. And, and the first time I heard it was like you, man, it was over 30 years ago. So this is, this is a very, very interesting topic. Well, in your article, you, you talk about the three P's of lifting, right? Uh, what, what are the, what are the three P's of lifting? You know, the first P is, is going to be planning or plan your stuff. And then position. Position and movement really, really matter. And then lastly, it's pick it up or put it down. You know, we, we often forget about the put it down part. So planning, positioning, and pick it up or put it down. All right. Well, okay. So let, let's talk about planning for a minute. This is something that until, you know, you, you hurt your own back, you, you don't really ever think about planning to pick something up. So can, can you run through that for us and, and explain what the planning process looks like? You know, planning is all about using your head and saving your body. You know, the first step is to eliminate the manual lift if possible. And I like thinking in questions. So the question is kind of, can I mechanically lift this? Could I use a dolly or, or, or could I use a forklift and, and just stack a bunch of these things that I got to carry and just totally eliminate the need to manually lift it? And the second part, you know, if you do have to lift it, is to do a route recon. You know, check out where is that load going to have to go? Where am I going to have to place it? And then looking around for what could trip me up. You know, you want to pick the best path, which always, it isn't always the path of least, uh, the shortest path out there. And then clear the way. You know, so once you get your path, you want to remove those obstructions. And I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, I've been called, and I'm sure you've gotten those calls too, Rod. Where the guy just says, man, I tripped over this or that, and I knew it was there. And you just, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, yes, we have to laugh. And I'm, I'm sure sorry. everybody listening is laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That just happened, actually. So, yeah, I, I, sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's it. But that is, you know, it's clear the way. You know, you know it's there. Just take a second and put it out of the way. You know, get some tools. If you could use a hand dolly or you have some of those lifting straps. Yeah, I can't remember the first time I saw those lifting straps. Some guys were moving a refrigerator into my house and uh, they put the straps underneath the fridge and then put them over their shoulders. I was like, my gosh, that's a great idea. How, how cool is that? Yeah. So get some tools or, or, you know, get some help. You know, well, you need some help with the load. And if so, just ask, man. And, and, in general, I'd tell you, we really don't want to do solo lifts more than 35 to 50 pounds. And I know we work in industries where most of the stuff weighs more than that. And sometimes we can lift it. But if it's large, if it's awkward, if it if you don't have good handholds, man, even a lighter load can mess you up. And then lastly, with your planning, you know, make a rest stop. If you've got a long way to go, like 
plan out a rest stop, a place where you could just set it and maybe not set it all the way down on the floor, but you got like a ledge or, or a, a table that you could set it on and get some rest or readjust your grip. So all these are planning, uh, Rod. Well, and, and I, I love it. You know, I, um, my wife decided, uh, I don't know, it was a few weeks ago now that we absolutely had to have a new couch. Um, and it had to be this sectional thing. And so I, you know, gave my two couches away and off I go. And, and sure enough, I had somebody help me load it up. But when I got it home, it was just me. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I do have a set of those straps where I, I could actually hook to the, the back side of the legs and get it up just enough where I could walk. But there's a ledge right before you get under my patio or the, the front porch. And that, man, look, um, I, it was just one of those things that I missed, you know, out of all the, the things, you know, eliminate route recon, clear the way, you know, make rest stops. The one that, that really caught my attention there was get help if you need it. You know, I'm, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm a pretty independent fella. And as you are, I'm sure, especially being a Marine, right. Yeah. I, you know, every, and for, for us, us guys with all this testosterone to, to ask for help. Uh, we don't like to do that, you know, and when you're out on a job site or maybe you're at home or, you know, whatever it might be, don't be so macho that you just, you don't ask for help, especially, especially if it's over 50 pounds or if it's bulky, you know, um, we, we do tailgates a lot for the LSU football games and I have a, a standard ice chest. It has wheels and everything. But, you know, when, when you load that thing down with ice and, and, you know, drinks and food and all that, well, I've got to lift that thing up and get it into the bed of my truck. And well, anyway, now, now I ask for help. Let's just say that I went and got my neighbor a couple of weeks ago to help me load that sucker up. Hey, Rod, I got a story uh, for you. So this is, this is, this is not a lie. So two or three weeks ago, I got a neighbor and I'm driving up the street. It's dark out. He's got a black truck. He's got a pitched driveway. So he's got his tailgate down and a piece of plywood. And I kid you not, it's got to be an 800 pound smoker, a cooker, a barbecue. Oh, Jesus. And, and here's his plan. He's got this, thing, this ramp, this, this plywood ramp, not even secured. <laughs> And he's about to get this thing all the way off. And I stopped and I said, hey, man, I, I, I know where this is going. Would you like a hand? <laughs> and the two of us together, yeah, he did stop. He said, thank you. The two of us together barely got that thing off. And I was kind of wondering if we were, if this was going to be a bad deal just for both of us together. But it, we got, you got to get some help. His plan was to do this 800 pound smoker all by himself and it, it would not have worked. You know, if, if you'd have just sat in your front yard and videoed that, that would oh, be viral on YouTube right now. Yes, I, we would have both felt bad though. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so, so that's, that's the planning phase. I like that. The, the next one is positioning and movement. So tell me a little about the, the right kind of positions and, and stuff that I should, should worry about. Well, you know, kind of the keys here to stabilize the load and keep it close to your body. So kind of the first area to consider here as you position is to pick a side. So if, if your object that you're going to be lifting, carrying, moving around is heavier on one side, 
you want that heaviest side to be closest to your body. So you want the center of gravity of that to be going towards your body so that you're not actually putting more weight out there and more, using your arms as a lever. You know, the second side, the second thing after you pick the side is, is use your, use, use your legs and feet. You want to set, you want to position those things. You want, you want to set your, your feet about a shoulder width apart, one slightly in front of the other. It just gives you a, probably your strong leg so that you got a little bit more of stability. And that just helps you with your balance. So you pick a side, you do your legs and feet, you get position there, you get your back set. Now, there, there's a couple things you got to do for your back. One, you want to keep your, a straight back, but not just straight. You want it to have a slight bend without being hunched over. You know, and the second thing when it comes to your back is you want to keep your shoulders, knees, and head all facing the same direction. And you definitely want to avoid twisting. And that kind of leads into your waist. You know, you want to keep your waist. You're not twisting. You want to keep that load close to your waist because that's kind of your center of your gravity. That's kind of your power zone in there. And you got to realize the further away you put that, that object away from your body, the less you can lift. It's kind of like a crane. You know, if they, if you boom out too far, if you boom, the further you boom out, the more angle you got on it, the less you can lift. It's the same thing with your body. And then lastly, when you position, you want to position, anytime you turn, you want to turn with your feet. You want to move your feet, not your back. So you don't want to twist. And that's kind of what you got to think about when it comes to position and movement. You know, I, I really like that analogy of the crane, you know, and, and honestly, I've never thought about it that way. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've, I've seen all the graphs and the, you know, uh, of, you know, if you reach out this far, it adds this many pounds. And I, I've seen that. But, you know, you saying think about it like a crane, um, just just, you know, I have a picture in my head now of what that looks like. And if, if you like you said, if you boom out too far, the your load chart is going to you're, you're going to blow it, you know, and and. So the closer you get it to the body of the crane, or in this case, your body, then the, the, the safer and the, uh, the more stable that lift is and more stable for your back and your legs and all that. So I, I like that a lot. That's great. Yeah. And unfortunately, we don't have a fail safe that starts beeping or eventually shuts your crane off. So we can just blow our back out and then it's not going to have any warning. Yeah. Yeah. There's only, yeah. The only thing there is failure. And, and That's right. Yeah. And you'll know it when that happens. I promise. Yeah. Okay, then so, you might so hurt the, yourself on the dropped object. Yeah, no, exactly. Drop it on yourself and then you're really in trouble. So that's the first two. We got planning and positioning. So the last one is picking it up and putting it down. Now you would think that that's just common sense, right? Um, but you mentioned it uh, in the intro, right? When we're talking about uh, putting it down is just as important as picking it up. So tell us a little that, bit about those. You know, that's right. You want Everybody thinks about starting strong, but you don't always think about finishing strong. And sometimes you think it's it's because you, you, you are about out of energy and you just want to toss that thing away. But you really want to pay attention to putting it down. So there's kind of three areas here with pick it up or put it down. You want to have your head and eyes looking straight ahead. Don't look down at the load. And kind of what happens there is if you do look down at the load, you're putting a bend in your neck and that's going to get into your upper back and you can do some damage. The second thing you want to do is you want to stay steady as you're lifting and as you're putting it down steady. Use slow, stable, deliberate movements 
don't jerk it up or drop it down. This is not like the Olympic clean and jerk thing. So you want to be steady with it. And then lastly, stop work, man. Set it down if things just aren't working out according to plan. You know, if you need to make an adjustment, set it down, kind of readjust. And and that's really what you got to think about when it comes to picking up or putting down. Yeah, I like this. I, I don't think we think about that enough. If, if things... You know, you, you spend the time, you, you make a plan and, and you do the positioning like you're supposed to. But if for some reason that plan changes, right, we, we do that at work all the time. We, we plan for change and we have programs for that. But when you pick something up and it's not going the way you thought it would, uh, at, at least personally, I can say that, you know, in the past, I haven't really thought about, you know, let's let's stop and sit this down and replan. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. So. Man, I, I really appreciate your time today, buddy. I, I know you're busy like I am, um, but this was just one of those articles I couldn't pass up. I hope all you guys out there and ladies that, you know, you've taken some time to read it and share it with your people. And, um, you know, I, in just, just in closing things up here today, um, you know, make sure to listen for all the new episodes coming out of our tailgate topics. Uh, you, you can use these at your at your, your your meetings in the field or, you know, for your office personnel or whatever. Uh, but, you know, I, I really want to thank Jesse Hardy uh, for, for being our guest today and for writing this article. Uh, Jesse, man, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Rod. And I'll see everybody at the next IP conference. All right. Hey, yeah, guys, y'all, y'all be sure to come look us up. Uh, myself and Jesse will be there uh, in, in Arizona coming up here in just a couple months. Y'all be safe, everybody. Bye-bye.